Welcome to another Talanoa Talk Now podcast, hosted and brought to you by the American Samoa Alliance Against Domestic and Sexual Violence. Good day, everyone, and thank you for joining us for another Talanoa Talk Now podcast. I am Judy Matotia, your host for today's uh, episode, and today we continue with our partners' highlights. Uh, interviews or talk stories with our partners, shining some light on the work they do for the community, the wonderful services they provide, resources, you name it, that they're able to provide for the community. As we shine the light on their work, this is also a way for the community to understand the many services that are available for them, because uh, we strongly believe that um, there's still a big, a big part of the community that are still not aware of the services that are available. So uh, joining us today is Paulia Pelinato, the Assistant Director of the Children and Family Services Division of the Department um, of Human and Social Services, which is under the leadership and direction of Director Muafvai Fatasi John Suisala. Welcome, Paulia, and thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Judy. I'm happy to uh, represent the HSS and the services that we provide for the, the people of American Samoa. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Um, so we'll dive right into it. Um, Thank you. So the Department of Human and Social Services is a uh, agency under the, the government of American Samoa. Uh, we have about seven uh, divisions under the department and all of those divisions provide services to American Samoa. Um, and I would briefly touch on the uh, on, on those um, divisions for the, the those that are listening in case they are wondering what are the other services uh, before I, I talk specifically about children and family services. American Samoa DHSS also has the American Samoa Nutrition Assistance Program. The ASNAP, which is also better known by most people where the food stamp services are, uh, benefits. And that is um, headed by Assistant Director Langya Fulutswala. And then the second one is the American Samoa Women, Infants, and Children's Division, which is ASWIC um, for Women and Children. That is headed by Assistant Director Nelly Fawmuina. Then we also have the Child Care Division. Um, that is headed by Ms. Tumafua Mayava. She is the assistant director for CCD. Uh, we also have the Developmental Disability Planning Council, or DDPC, headed by Ms. Norma Smith, who is the assistant director for that division. And then uh, Ms. Tanya White Atofau is the assistant director for the Program Integrity and Tobacco Division. And then finally, uh, myself, Paulia Paopinato, the Assistant Director for Children and Family Services Division. Um, the mission for DHSS is providing the best possible services for the people that we serve. And we serve everyone in American Samoa. The vision for the department is basically an organization that is focused on providing comprehensive resources in the field of human and social services for a healthier safer American Samoa. Now for the Children and Family Services Division, 
um, our mission is the division of CFSD uh, has seven programs. The first program that we have is adoption and guardianship. Um, we provide services as far as any parent who is looking to uh, legally adopt a child or to legally file um, guardianship for an adult who may not be able to make decisions on their own. That is through the court. And so we provide that services uh, to be able to, it's almost like hands and feet for the court uh, to provide all the information, but we do not make the decision um, for the final adoption or the guardianship that is provided by the court. The second program that we have is the Adult Protective Services Program that provides services for uh, any, any individual from 18 years and above. This goes into domestic violence program, uh, sexual assault program, elderly abuse services, any uh, services that requires assistance to an individual from 18 uh, years old and above, we provide it under the Adult Protective Services. Now, if we don't have any services specifically um, within DHSS, we also provide the referral uh, to other government agencies and uh, agencies that we collaborate for services. Um, the other program that we have is the AINGA Care Program. This is similar to the um, mainland foster care, kinship care program uh, to provide a safe family um, for a child to live with uh, while they try to achieve a safe reconciliation with their family. Um, so it's, it's like foster care, but a kinship care program. Then we also have the Child Protective Services Program. Uh, that is services for children from infancy all the way to 17 years old, uh, almost 18 years old. Um, any, any children that is suffering victimization, um, neglect, um, needing uh, parental uh, intervention as far as not having a relative around to make the decisions for them, um, that's where CPS comes in. Then we also have the Emergency Solutions Grant Program. That is a homeless prevention program. We provide rental assistances to low-income families who require assistance to maintain uh, their rental home, as well as rapid rehousing for families that have been evicted from their homes um, and cannot find a place to, to live at the end of the month. In addition to that, we also have the emergency homeless shelter that is operated 24 hours for families who have been evicted um, and cannot find a place where they will live right away. Um, so that is a, a shelter that we have 24 hours. And then uh, we also have the crisis intervention unit program services, which is also our safe haven 24 hour shelter for women and children uh, who have been displaced or have been removed from their home due to safety issues. 
Uh, we also have the crisis line, which is 24 hours. Um, and that's for reporting child abuse, domestic violence, any form of victimization, or for when um, our counterparts are trying to uh, needing some assistance and they require our presence, um, that is a line that they can reach us 24 hours. And then finally, we have all of these services available also in Fitiuta and uh, Ofumanua. We have offices there and staff that can be able to provide the assistances um, in, in these services within Children and Family Services. So um, I know that is a lot, but those are the services that we provide under Children and Family Services uh, Division. Um, you're right, that is a lot. Um, and but that's the work that's the work we need done uh and it's um serving the community i was wondering about the crisis line you said your counterpart so even the advocates that are needing your support or anybody else that might be needing to refer someone right yes. they can call the crisis is, line right that is correct this okay. is both for our counterparts as well as the community if they need to report or ask report uh a an abuse or ask a question that they want to understand about reporting. I know you guys have a program for um, for suicide prevention, or that's the same, the crisis line you just talked about, right? That's the mm -hmm. same line that um, those that are feeling the need to, you know, um, or are in need of support, they can mm -hmm. still call that number, the crisis line, right? Thank you, Or is Judy. it different? So the um, suicide prevention was a program that we partnered together with uh, the Department of Health and the Behavioral and Health Services while it was still under DHSS. Okay. Um, at the moment, we provide the services when we are called in to come um, and, and provide assistance. As I have mentioned, Adult Protective Services provide uh, services when there's a call that comes in and it requires an adult that they need someone to talk to or they need some type of referral, whatever it may be. Now we can come out to where the call is at or if the person is also willing to come in for a sit down and then uh, we, we provide, provide both of those. This is also the same for the Child Protective Services. If children who are experiencing uh, suicidal thoughts, um, ideation, and are being reported by a friend or a counselor or a parent as well that they require intervention and require some type of um, help. That is through our child protective services, and we provide we provide assistance in in that um, in that regard. As far as counseling. Uh, we don't provide that services. That is through the behavioral health uh, services under DOH, and we provide the referral um, through through them as our, our our partners to be able to provide uh, that assistance. Now, with the phone number, the crisis line, that is also a number that is available for anyone if that is the only number that they have. However, for the suicide prevention uh, helpline in American Samoa, I would like to ask to use the 988 as that is the national uh, known line 
for both off-island and in American Samoa as well. Uh, both the 988 and ourselves um, work really good and we have uh, good collaborations as far as them reaching out to us or even us reaching out to them. So uh, the 988 is the helpline that is preferred for suicide uh, prevention services. Thank you. Thank you for that. <clears throat> no problem. Thank you for clear, clearing that out. So now that you've run down the many services um, that the Department of Human and Social Services um, provides, what differentiates you from other agencies or organizations that run similar programs? Is there anything in your programs that are different with some of the programs that other um, agencies or organizations run? I believe that uh, the Department of Human and Social Services is the only uh, agency in American Samoa that is providing services for food stamp benefits, mm. uh, WIC benefits, uh, daycare services, uh, tobacco licensing. I believe that it this is the only agency that does that. As far as the Children and Family Services Division um, that I head the programs that I've listed, uh, the only difference is CFSD by way of DHSS is the state appointed agency dealing with social welfare services when it comes to children um, cases. So uh, other agents, other um, nonprofit organizations um, and agencies have their programs designed to help families and provide services, but we are all working together um, to try and combat um, these issues of child abuse, um, domestic violence, sexual assault. Um, all of the agencies are and nonprofit organizations work together. But I believe that as far as DHSS through, D, um, through CFSD, um, our services are specific. Um, and because we operate under the American Samuel Code annotated, um, and it, as, as mentioned before, it is the state appointed agency to provide the services um, for the children and the population of American Samoa. Thank you. So how did you become involved with this agency? How did you become involved with, with, with this work, this line of work? You were at ASCC at one time, right? Yes. And I know this time I thought you were a teacher. You were a teacher after. And, and so now you're running with the bulls. <laughs> Let's just put it this way, with the work that we do. How did you become um, involved with, with, with this line of work? Thank you. You know, funny enough, um, when I was going to school and trying to, as a young person, was trying to figure out what I was going to do. At first, initially, I always wanted to be a teacher. And then as life would have it, I thought I, I changed my major when I went into halfway through high school, I wanted to be a nurse. I was always at LBJ because my mother was a uh, caseworker um, at LBJ Mental Health Clinic. So I was always around the hospital after schools and she would let me run errands and stuff. And I I would see these nurses helping people. And I, and I, I thought to myself, wow, I wanna be a nurse because I wanted to help people. And so little by little, and then I think the reason what made, what draw me to nursing was helping people, 
that was the baseline of, of, of choosing a career was wanting to help people. Now, I never knew in what capacity, but I always knew that I wanted to uh, work in a field where I can help people. And then seeing the work that my mom did when she transitioned from mental health at LBJ into social services. So when she transitioned over, I would come and visit her at her work and looking at the work that they did. And I, and I thought, wow, you know, there's not a lot of people that does uh, social work, um, you know, type of jobs. When I went off island and I looked into it and I said to myself, this is the type of work that I wanted to do. But as you know, coming back after school, coming back, it's really hard to try and get into the government at that time, or, or let alone trying to find a job with the government. So I had to um, get a job that was closest to what I wanted to do um, and, and something that was available at that time. I was very passionate at the time. I have a nephew who has uh, was born with developmental disabilities. And for our family, he's the very first for us. So we were trying to learn everything we could. And so there was an opening uh, with the USAID program up at ASCC headed by Mr. Faima Mautupola. Um, and I, I was able to work there and I learned a lot when I was working there with Tafa, um, with the, the population of disabilities. And then um, when there was an opening up at the government with the Department of Youth and Women's Affairs as a youth coordinator, I took up that position. But in all the works that I did, I always knew that I wanted to work. It was either at the court or at DHSS. Those were the two places that I wanted to look at. And so eventually I found my way over to uh, DHSS looking and um, it was actually Director Mwavai Fatasi John Sisala, who um, I went to, to and asked if there was an opening there at the time. And so that's how I ended up with the HSS, turned in my resume and applied for the opening position that was there. And in, later uh, in 2018, I believe it was October 2018, I moved over to DHSS um, at the Children and Family Services Division. You knew what you wanted and you didn't hold back. I would have to say I was very comfortable working at um, DIWA. I loved working there with the people that was there and the, the work that we were doing. But there was just something in my heart that kept, you know, letting me know that, mm -hmm. you know, you can't be comfortable where you're at. There's something else that you need to do. And, yeah. and so... I reached out and thankfully um, through God's leading and the help of, of those that he put in place, I was able to, to make that move. That is such a big success story of you going after your inkling. Like you, you knew what you wanted to do, but you weren't sure how you were going to do it, right? You knew you wanted to help yes. people, but it was like, um, in what way? But then, at, and then you were saying you knew you wanted to be at the courthouse or at DHSS. You just took the bull by the horns and you just went straight to the director and asked, but you didn't wait. You, It's all part of the bigger picture, you know, it's all part yes. of the bigger planning, God's planning. When I listen to you talking about the mission, I see people being referred and I see those many, hence the many services you mentioned. I yeah. could just see somebody walking in and well, walking into the wrong, walking through the wrong doors and then somebody just referring them down mm -hmm. the hallway to the right people, right? I mean, but still in that area. Can you add on to how effective has the 
Has DHSS been in achieving its mission? I think the, the effectiveness of this is being able to not just refer by word of verbally saying, look, you need to go here, you need to call this number. This is basically us taking your name, if, if the person would allow us, taking your name, taking your contact information, and then sending an email out. It doesn't take five minutes to just send an email out to somebody, you know, our counterparts, our colleagues in a different division and say, look, I've got this person here. I'm sending them down your way, but in case they don't make it there, can you please call them and reach them, you know, and make sure. And that, that I want to say um, is a practice that is from our director all the way down to our frontline staff, because a person could go up to the director's office and the services are not being provided there because the services are provided down at the divisions. The director himself or the deputy directors themselves or whoever at the director's office would send me an email and say, look, somebody came here today. Um, they're following up on their adoption or they're following up on their case. This is their name. This is their number. If you can please reach out to them today. Um, and we always try to make sure that whenever the person came in or seeking um, the information, when we have it, it must be a returned call or email on that day. Unless there's no way for us to confirm the information, it, it's always nice to call and say, look, we don't have the information right away, but can you give us a couple of days um, to do that? Another way, I mean, I'm not sure if this is measured in, in a different capacity. A lot of times it's people, you know, I meet on the road or at the store and they say, hey, thank you for um, referring me to childcare. Um, that really helped a lot, having to know all the documents to go in before I go, or thanks for connecting me to so-and-so, sending me to DOE for this. Um, it's not with you guys, it's with you know with another division. So, I mean, personally for me, that's how I feel that is achievable, but I, I'm sure there's another way that our department um, measures the success in that. Thank you, Pablo. On that note, I wanted to share, um, as you're saying that, you know, you have a few people, you have a lot of people come up and, and thank you for the services. When I was interviewing one of the partners last week, they actually shared a story that involved you. So this advocate, I don't know how she, she took it, well, she took on this woman's case and she tried all the other areas where they would, um, you would think someone would go through. It wasn't until they went through DHSS that she said that the case actually opened up. It wasn't until they came to DHSS. And so wow. the mother now has her children back with her, but she she broke down and, you know, she broke down in tears um, telling this advocate um, how nobody here would help her. And I guess because we're such a small community, everybody knows everyone. Nobody wants to yeah. get in other people's business when, when they're involved in these kind of things. The service provider had pointed out how she wouldn't have been able to support um, the many victims and clients that she has to deal with when she doesn't have the support of agencies such as yourself. That's how she does. She is unable to do the work. But when she has that support, things just work just like that. And so she was very grateful. Once the case got to DHSS, according to her, it was smooth sailing um, you know, forward. It speaks to the professionalism and the training that DHSS has, that you guys have there. So thank you for that. Thank you for the for providing those services. Um, because that's that's not easy when you're trying to navigate the system. You can give up halfway through. Yes. When yes. when you go that, through that's very true. 
like you go to one, two offices or agencies, that's it for you. You know, it's very um, energy draining to some people. It, it can um, be overwhelming. Overwhelming, exactly. And Especially I know so for those that are uh, from off island or, or those even that are, are residents here, but are not familiar with the process or the yes. services that are available to them. Yes. yes. Thank you for sharing that. I will definitely um, bring that back to my staff. Those are wonderful um, stories that yes. motivate them and, mm -hmm. and, and boost the morale of the staff. I hope so. Yeah, they, I, they never please hear, do. They rarely please. hear back on, on, on that. So that's wonderful. Please, to hear. please and, do share. And we're happy um, that um, that, lady, that mom was able to get the services and becomes I, very difficult for Ilofingalwinga. And that's what I always tell my, my staff. You operate basically by the law, nothing yeah. outside of the law. If you do everything by the law, that's how it is. Mm. Whether we like it or not, whatever our emotions and our ties are. But again, if, if it's a, a case that hits home for one of the staff, they immediately recluse themselves. Please share that success story. That's a big success story with for your yeah. team. So please share it with them and your department. What are some of the risks and challenges that um, that the department faces, and how do you how do you overcome them? The challenges that we have is people interpreting the law in their own terms, rather than what it was written for. <laughs> or the challenge is when other people in their capacities in different agencies will try to interpret how the services should be. And they make it very difficult for the staff to conduct the work that they do. Uh, that is always the challenge. The challenge is our people, family members, not understanding that what we do are services that are based on the law that is written for these services. And of course, by the council representation under the uh, attorney general's office for our services, as far as children and family services are. Uh, so there is always a legal representation. We have a, 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 an attorney under the AG's office that guides and provides guidance um, with the work that the staff does. That is always the, the challenge. The challenge is having our people, our families understand why we make the decision that we made. And it's always based on the law and the legal guidance that is provided. A lot of times it's very difficult to part with children that has been in your care or to uh, wait a couple of days until you can see your spouse or your children or even know that once you cannot see your spouse directly or indirectly, um, then it become people will develop ways on how to connect and try to challenge um, the system and the process in place. That That is a risk in the work that we do um, and the services that we provide. But now that you're saying it all makes sense, it makes it so much easier. It yes. makes the work so much easier that we should be familiar with um, all aspects of the of of the law, the code annotated, and and so forth. But it it's the clients that make it hard because they don't want to hear 
that's how the law is. They're thinking it's you, right? It's think, <laughs> they're thinking it's yes. this caseworker that doesn't want me to see my my child or my my spouse, or it's this caseworker that's making things hard for me. We try to tell the staff to try uh, and make it uh, understandable. Mm. Uh, we feel for them and what is going on, but our hands are tied because we must always operate under the law. Mm. Uh, and 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 so uh, Title Forty Five uh, for our listeners and, and and those who would like to know more details uh, for the Samoa American Samoa Code annotated. Uh, it's it's always good to 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 look up Title Forty Five. Uh, so now mm. Chapter Twenty is specific to child protection and the services that we provide, but there are other chapters too um, in the in the Title Forty Five that you can check. The services Moalum Fa now. Now, mm. Title 47 also has the one for domestic and family violence mm-hmm. uh, uh, services, which is in Mafayelato, Ona, Ona Tangtanga, Iai, Tulanga, Umanal, Tulafono. Ina, Iamaway, for Isemal Malama, Anga, Tamofai, E Silafiai, Le Awivi, O Leolo, Tati, Ail, O Nangal, O Fingal Winga. Ewi lava o lema tu te tau mafai lava ina ia tatou ngā lulu e whaatasi. Ma avatu awala e whaato afile mu wai ma whaamal malama ina ile ngā luenga. Ia peta i anele tutusa umale malu le atu nuu mm. i te lātou fo ia fina ngalo uh, ile, ile itu langa o me tutupu i alumwha na wele ngā te leo le vao le u ngā lii i amatu a mei se lava e tu langa i alumwha nau. Mm. Ia ai... Yeah, for a yay level tantonunga, a mua level vow, ill finger winger, at a night for ill to no way, a little tail of finger winger, a lighty lava, a too long out of sang, ah, yeah, lava yearly, 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 sung alfaton silly, yeah, suifatonumal and malu of finger winger. Ina ia mafai ona uia awala e malu puipuia ele au au nangal mtangal wenga. Aile ngata ile ae fea mo halumfa nau itu langa itu lafono ile malu puipuia. Ile ngata ifo ile ol tangata matua itu langa olo oai olo oiai ia lo naso ifuai mei o, 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 o femisai ma, ma le pailima ah, itu langa itu tangata matua. Ia ae tau mafai ai ina ia faamal malama ia inga matangata olo o. Uh, tu mai mo lea tu langa ia olo o yele a wivi o fatatia e ala ili tu lafono ia e anga ia ili matou au au nanga uh, ili mafaifo iona matou faia fa apito nga favoidea o le mm. olea lofa matu langa fa pena ia awa fo ia ia ili taitonunga ua le sao ili au au nanga ia ili ngata ili a yafaina ili tangata fainga Ia ona lape ai foile o le au au nama yeah. le eitu o ni tanga luenga. So o nisi nava enga tula fono mo ila atou le tato ngana fasamua. O le Title 47, ah, e mafai ona e um, tangtanga ia e tula fono. 
Ulo opui puia ia ia chau ia mau au nanga alea tunu um ea e chau a wala tui le malo ia mo domestic ma family violence am chau pu chau ainga ia mau ngali ia om chau pu yalom fa nau e lalo mai ol sful valu chau sangale matua ia ole chairo forty five ia ol o chula fono nae o chei loe ema e ea nga Ia mo ni fai tau ai fo inisia so e e mo le si la fia tili. Nia sa le o fai tau fo i le si tu o tato tu la fono e le fali wo ngana sa mo a ya tato tu la fono. Ia sa le a ai anga fali le ngana sa mo a to no fai mo fie e sa lo tala le stwe ina fo i le how do you expect Samoans to 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 step away from breaking the law when they don't understand the law in English. How were your services and programs affected by COVID? Children and Family Services Division. Our main office in I to Lisa Tapunia or not too long or too long for no. Peter Yanule respond. Ile Tamiamanaumiaile services or Mato shelter services or rental assistance, Matulanga Mofapena, Sa, Sa Tau Ave Pia, Yelangalwinga Safai, Nafangal Winga Lava for Ila Fangal Winga, Oteloa, Pea, Isisea, will not retassi Eleva Yasona. Tapunia, ia ona tatala, tui tatala, lola, ia leo mato, au onanga il mato ofisa, sa mato fengal wenga. First, we started out ile, I can't remember if it was four to six hours a day, sa alwe i oil ofisa. Patele, ele tu ua ile ngal wenga fatino le lusufai tu lape amana omiele sosuani. Yeah, as I have mentioned, our main office alone was closed, but our shelter services were still operated 24 hours. So in, in, in regards, other than the main office hours, our services were still um, running um, during the COVID um, when it hit locally. You're one of those that pretty much worked throughout COVID. I mean, you really, you didn't have, um, everybody was, uh, what do they call it? Essential workers? Uh, is that what yes. they called everybody yeah. that needed to? to get back but then yeah. of course your services are around your services are 24 7 so so how was that then during covid because you know how they said that during covid with quarantine violence just went up uh in every country around the world how was that for us yeah um as it is with the rest of the world it, so it was with us we had the highest number in cases uh since the covid hit um before covid before 2020, um, the data that we have, we had about the most cases we would have for DV was around 61 a year annually. Um, the most we'll get, I believe it was 72. Uh, when COVID hit, we had almost 200 cases in domestic violence and elderly abuse cases. We have a heightened in elderly abuse cases uh, mm. fraud for you know financial benefits yeah yeah uh, for elderly abuse uh, neglect as well um, and then also for our uh, child protective services uh, it was doubled the number in that um, so yes the number did increase um, for American Samoa as well 
together with the rest of the world. Remember, I'm, I'm giving you our open cases, our actual cases with, okay. with us. So that's, wow. not, that's not counting crisis line calls. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm giving you cases that we literally worked on. This would, once a case is open, it would, it merits a home visit child welfare check, merits a family meeting, and then sometimes you, yeah, a court hearing, um, and there's an intervention for the children and or the adult. Yeah. So wow. these are staff having to uh, conduct home visits, assessments, yeah. child welfare check. So we've come to the ending of part one of this podcast. Please Stay tuned for part two as we continue this podcast, this discussion with Paulia, um, while we continue to feature or highlight our partners um, with this episode featuring the Department of Human and Social Services. Thank you. Thank you for joining us and we hope you enjoyed this podcast. For more information on the work of the Alliance, please call us at 684-699-0272 or send us an email at asadsv at gmail.com. Visit our website at www.asalliance.co or our Facebook page at the American Samoa Alliance Against Domestic and Sexual Violence. Thank you. Faftaimolo awai mai ma atonu sa famaliena lau fa fanga monisi fam talanga ngalbengal mau bala mai liono valfa ono iva iva o lua fitulua pe emaili mai foi ile asadsv at gmail dot com asiasiatu ile upenga tafailangi ile www.asalliance dot com poleitu lau on Facebook ole American Samoa Alliance Against Domestic and Sexual Violence. Fafta. Mm-hmm.